0: Hey traders, Kill here. Welcome to another episode of the Trading Coach podcast. Can you believe I haven't looked at a live chart since December 20th, right? I tweeted about that the other day and a lot of people have been so shocked and surprised like how can you stay out of the market for this long? Aren't you supposed to be in it every day? What if you lose touch? And I'll tell you what, it all goes back to this, right? One of the reasons I decided to pursue trading was not just the the promises of riches and whatnot, which is something we all kind of get sucked into at first, but um, it was really because I wanted to create not just financial freedom, not financial independence, but I wanted to create freedom of time, right? You guys know that time is the most important thing to me. Uh, My goal is to maximize time in life, and I thought trading provided me with that. And As I got into trading, right, and and the the journey and when you're learning and whatnot, you're spending hours and hours. And I was basically spending about probably 12 hours a day working on my skill of trading. And at that part of your career, you have to do so, right? When you're learning, the the more hours, the more consistent hours you can put in learning the right thing, the the quicker you're going to achieve success but now that i've become a consistently profitable trader i'm not i'm still in that learning phase i don't believe we ever get out of that learning phase but i'm not in that you know brand newbie trader everything's new backtest type of phase where you know every single waking moment of your life is spent on the charts now that i'm more actively trading and working with traders My job is to not be a slave to my charts, right? I know exactly what I need the market to do. I know exactly what I'm looking for. I don't need to, I have a precise trading plan and precise trading uh, rules that tells me when to actively look at the markets, when to not look at the markets. uh, And that routine that I have allows me to, really stay on top of the market, so I don't have to be staring at my charts uh, for a million hours a day. But what I don't want to do is I don't want to be a slave to my charts, a slave to my trading, because that really defeats the purpose of having that freedom of time. If I have to be looking at a chart for 10 hours a day, not only does that put me at risk of overtrading, breaking a rule, and eventually going broke, But it defeats the purpose, right? I I, I no longer have the time, which is the point of getting involved in the first place. Um, But I wanted to bring that up because what I have been doing Over this break is I have been doing a little bit of continued education. I have been doing a little bit of strategy development and it's been pretty cool. I've been working on a strategy that I used a while ago that I got started retesting about a year ago and I've been keeping our traders on the tier one platform updated. So it's been kind of a behind the scenes look and. The the original idea was to do that just because, you know, while we shut things down for a little bit, um, I don't want traders getting bored. I want them to feel like they can still be on the platform, talk to each other. Many of them are on there every day looking at markets, uh, sharing ideas about backtesting and whatnot. And I want to give them something of value. And what it's turned into is really something a lot more powerful, right? the, The responses have been amazing where traders are kind of seeing the behind the scenes look at at what it takes to develop a strategy. And you know we teach us in our courses. We, you know I, I talk about how to develop a strategy, the processes like being an evil scientist where you're, you're, you're doing this, you're doing that, you're fixing that, you're taking notes and all this stuff. But I think being able to see through it live and, and seeing both the ups and downs of the theory and then the original test of the theory and then the, the hurdles and then the changes and then you know all of that fun stuff, I, I think it's opened the eyes of a lot of traders and it's been great for our community. Uh, speaking of our community, real quick, I appreciate you guys for all the support. Um, I was really last minute this year, but every year Twitter puts out this uh, this kind of a, a vote for most helpful traders on Twitter. Um, and this year I got third, right? Uh, last year I got fourth. This year I got third. So thank you so much. I don't ask for much for you guys throughout the year. Um, but this is one thing that I do ask you to take action on and you guys stepped up. Now, I know a few of you guys are upset. You wanted me to uh, be number one. And by me, I mean we, our community here at Tier 1 Trading and the community of Tier 1 traders that aren't actually on the platform but support the podcast, the videos, us on social media. Um, I know you're a little disappointed, but hey. Kaizen philosophy, right? Continuous improvement, we're moving in the right direction. We can still look to achieve that goal next year, but it takes support. So that means when you're listening to these podcast episodes, whether it's on your favorite podcasting app, whether it's on YouTube or whatnot, take a second and share it. Uh, I wish I could show you all of the messages we get every day from people that are stumbling upon this podcast somehow and is changing their lives. So I know you don't think uh, clicking that share button is a big deal, but if it reaches one person and it can change one trader's life, um, that is a massive deal. So keep it up. Keep sharing. Leave reviews for it. Get the word out there. We can continue to grow our community and maybe next year we can take a run at that number one spot or at least enjoy the journey of trying. But. Back to the topic about testing. Uh, I, I did a few tweets that I want to, to mention to you, and I want to give a little bit of kind of what I think is the, the most beneficial part about testing. But uh, here's a few tweets I, I thought were important. Right, uh, and one was: Here's the thing about trading. Right, almost everything works, but not everything works consistently throughout different market conditions. This is the difference between those who take time to test the markets and those who jump in for a quick payoff. And that is really uh you know i want to read that to put it to give you guys some perspective before another tweet that i read this morning and it was a, a buddy of mine that's uh he he took a trial offer with us for tier one trading he loved what we stand for loved what we do Um, He's going in a different direction with his trading, more indicator-based, but he's been sharing his journey of basically being a struggling trader and trying to become consistently profitable. Now, he he did mention in a a recent blog post that uh, he's very disappointed with himself this year. He feels like he's made no progress. which happens sometimes and, you know, past is the past, you can't change that. But it sounds like he's focused on the future. And hopefully this is not one of those things where it's like, I've got that new year resolution bug, uh, buzz where I'm all amped up for the first four days. And then I go back into my my natural habits, which unfortunately we see a lot. Um, but he was having a conversation with a, another trader on the Twitter. And he said this, um, let me see if I can go find it. Uh, it was a long conversation and somehow I was tagged at the end of it but he says, um, here we go, a trader says, uh, he's talking about backtesting. A trader says, have you done 100 trades, backtest of any strategy? I found a, a big difference on every pair um, when doing so. He says, yes, I have done 100 trades on backtesting before. On the daily time frame, it takes about seven to 10 years of data. In my opinion, The farther back you go, the more irrelevant the data is because the market context is not the same as 10 years ago. And I think that is a 100 percent truthful statement. Right. You look at the markets 10 years ago and I I have the luxury of being involved in the markets for about 12 years now. Man, I'm getting old. So I've seen firsthand the the change in market conditions and it's really changed my philosophy on what it takes to be a consistently profitable trader. I I thought you just, you know, originally I thought you take a strategy that works and it works forever, um, but that's not the case. It it really does take being um, adaptive to the markets and really takes learning the skill of trading and not just a secret strategy because market conditions change. Um, and if we were if we were to look if if we were to look back uh, or look forward 10 years from now i bet the market conditions will be different again but that that is the point of doing backtesting right the point of doing backtesting through all those years is the fact that market conditions do change and you want to make sure that your strategy your system whatever it is you're trading Works through different market conditions, right? If you have a very trending few years in the market, I think the euro, euro dollar, what back in was it two thousand seven, two thousand nine, something like that, very, very trendy, very, very directional. If you're a trend following trader, you have a trend uh, continuation setup, you're going to make money hand over fist in that, uh, you know, during those market conditions. I used to tell traders if you just close your eyes and push buy at any time, you'll make some money, right? Same thing in the stock market. However. How does your strategy perform when those conditions change, when the market goes into consolidation? And for the trader that only tested maybe a a, a recent time in the market and their strategy is working perfectly during this recent time, the trouble is that they can go on to trade it live, market conditions change. They have no idea if their new strategy can withstand those new market conditions and they can get eaten alive in the market. So the point of testing, I agree, is to see how your strategy performs Throughout different market conditions to make sure it's something that you can be consistently profitable with. Now, speaking of strategy development and backtesting, here, the cool thing about backtesting is I think, right? I think, and don't get me wrong, the strategy is important. You need a rules-based deal to trade, but I think the strategy and seeing if it works is probably the least uh, the least important component. And one of our traders sent a, she, she put out an Instagram message today that said this. Uh, she, it's, it's a, it was a little post about four things she's learned and her, her caption said this. So this is what I've learned so far in backtesting. I still have a hefty way to go, but each week I'm learning more and more about mistakes I have made and then correcting those. Uh, and things senior traders on the platform have mentioned along my journey are slowly falling into place. Even though I put a lot of reps uh, in the market when learning the foundation, I think backtesting for me has really opened my eyes to scenarios and nothing really has compared to it in getting me familiar with the different pairs. Having said that, without putting in the reps to have built the solid foundation, I'd be all over the place right now. And I love, right? I absolutely love that statement because Back testing. Right. You know, many people think the importance is finding out if your system works. And again, that is important. Don't get me wrong. But the lessons learned on the way. Right. Going through hundreds and thousands of trades. Right. Tens and, and, and 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years of, uh, you know, when you compare all your probably hundreds of years, actually, when you compare all your data and whatnot of of seeing the market move. Right. You start to get a feel for what the market likes to do. It's very similar to doing a trade review where you look back on your trading day each day and kind of look at what the market has done, why it did it, and you take notes on how you can potentially take advantage of it. And I think that learning process is real, right? It, it's I, I was just playing this this deal with my son. And I, I got him a little game on the, a uh, little educational game on the tablet called uh, Monkey Stories, right, where it's, it's you know, it's teaching numbers and, and letters and, and, you know, all the stuff that four-year-olds and stuff need to learn, and my, my son's pretty good at that stuff, um, but like me as a kid, he likes to take the shortcut, right, so in the game, once he realizes that he can just do, uh, you know, trial by error, right, where he just, he just push keep, uh, you know, it's like, a, imagine it's like just drag, it shows you a picture, it's like four spoons, and then it has all these different words at the bottom, like four spoons, five cups, three chickens, whatever like that. Um, as he gets bored, as his, as his attention span starts to go, right, he just starts dragging each one until it works, right? And you know, so I started walking him through the process of how to learn. Right? I'm like, "Hey, you got to identify this first. What is this? Is it a cup or a spoon or a fork?" He's like, "It's a cup." Okay, now count how many are there. It's like, okay, one, two, three, four. Then he looks down and sees the letter, and it's cool, kind of seeing, not that just not that he's learning. That's I mean, that's the end game, of course, but how he's learning, what he's taking from it, how he's identifying each thing individually and putting it together. And I think back testing is that same way. Yes, you're you're testing something specific, but as you're testing something specific and you're looking at it over and over again, you're paying attention to so many different elements in the market. You're not just paying attention to it for a statistic like, hey, does it work or not? You're trying to figure out why did this one work? Why did this one not work? What can I have done different with stop losses on this one to uh, decrease my loss? What can I have done different with targets on this one to increase my profits? Could I have entered here? Could I have entered there? Could I have waited? Could I have gone down to a lower time frame? It's all these questions that you're answering and you're looking at over and over again, over hundreds and thousands of trades. And that does wonders wonders for you learning as a trader. And I'll tell you what, you may end up testing something that doesn't even work, right? The strategies that I'm showing and I'm creating for the traders right now, I don't think I'm gonna follow through with it. Um, I got it to work, but not in the way that works the way I wanted it to, if that makes sense. Um, For you guys that are watching the the kind of the series, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So I'm probably going to dump it. We'll see. I'm going to finish up some more today, but we'll see. But the fact is I'm learning so many other skills about it that can be used in other aspects of my trading. So maybe it's not a strategy that I can use, but maybe when I see this certain instance happen at a certain thing, add it with the knowledge that I have about price action um, in other aspects of trading, maybe it becomes something powerful. You just get better as a trader. You don't get better as, Uh, someone learning a magic strategy, you get better as a trader, someone that has spent time and and really developed the skill of reading a price chart. And I truly believe at the end of the day, right? It doesn't really matter what your strategy is. If you've developed the skill of being able to read a price chart, and of course you've worked on the psychological elements of of sticking to your plan, not sabotaging yourself and, and focusing on the process, not the outcome. I don't think there's anything stopping you from becoming a fantastic trader given the time.